that is optional, that is extra. Allah Ta'ala telling us in Quran, Zikr and Kathira, do it a lot. Allah Ta'ala telling us in Quran to do it a lot. So you must combine these two things. You understand? For example, if you have a child and he's studying at university, so studying at university is not fun. But you sit down and tell him to study a lot. Then he talks back to you and says, show me in the books of fiqh that the mufti said to study as part how would you talk? Um, you say, what type of question is that? You say, okay, fine, yes, technically it's not perfect. But I'm telling you to study a lot. And your father, I'm telling you to study a lot, you will study a lot. Hmm? Allah is telling us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not some Sufi theory. It's not Sufi ideology. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us in Quran al-Kareem, Uzkurullah, different kathira. So you must follow Quran. There is no other way. Every believer, because all of us are Alladina Amanu, is a second misconception. Some people they say, oh, you know, I'm not a zikr kind of person. Well, what, maybe sometimes they mean Allah. He says, I'm Allah. So my job is ill. I like to speak, and I like to write, and I like to study. I'm not a zikr type of person. But he will explain it. Urdu says, Mera zikr wala mizaj nahi hai. Oh, Akbar. Mera zikr wala mizaj nahi hai. Maybe they may be some person who likes to give a lot of dawah, likes to give a lot of dhyanas, who comes to the sake of Allah. He might end up in the same misunderstanding that I'm not a zikr type of person. There may be a third type of person. He says, no, I do relief work, I go to Turkey, I have Syrian refugees, this is what I do. I'm not a zikr type of person. You get so many types of people, they start saying this sentence. I'm not a zikr type of person. In Urdu, mera zikr wala mizaj nahi So actually, there's only one question. Are you an Alladina Amanu type of person or not? That's the only question. It's not some separate group. Ya ayyuhalladina Amanu. Uskurullah dhikrin kathira. So everyone who is Alladina Amanu has to make a lot of zikr. So there's only one question. You want to be Alladina Amanu or not? Aapka Alladina Amanu wala mizhaal hai ya nahi? Agar nahi, so banana paraka. Banana paraka. It means in English that if your temperament isn't like that, if I can't, I don't feel I'm not able to remember Allah, Allah, well fine, you may be honest to say that's your current condition, but you have to change that. Deen came to change us. Deen came to teach us. Allah Ta'ala sent Quran to guide us. And yes, sometimes you will hear a guidance and you're not already like that. You have to make yourself like that. Yes, you have to make yourself like that. That's called mujahada. That's called struggle. That's called making effort. And this is another misconception that people have. But actually, rather than have our own ideas and our own personalities and our own inclinations, better that we simply look in Quran and what Allah Ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu, we should just do it. And we should do all of it. This is just one verse. There's over 70 verses. But there's some repetition in them in terms of what Allah Ta'ala asked. If I remember correctly, it's about 30, 40 different things Allah Ta'ala has asked us to do in Quran by beginning with this phrase, Ya Ayyuhallabina Amman. It's our job to do each and every single one of them. Then we get a new personality. Then we have the personality of Imam. Then we'll have Nidaj of Imam. And we'll be a new person. And we should be willing to change who we are for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. We should be willing to change our personality for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. So here today's topic is about this verse, about making a lot of zikr. So we must understand. So if somebody asks me a question, that okay, I want to try. Allah told me, Allah I'm going to make zikr kathir. How do I try? How do I go about this? What is the step-by-step process that I can also make zikr kathir in my life. And it is exactly like that, it is going to be a process. It's not going to happen in one talk, it's not going to happen in one day, it won't happen in one Ramadan, it won't happen in one Umrah, it's going to be a process. And a person will have to put themselves through that process. And by going through that process, step by step, day by day, year by year, years, year by year, a person can hope that they can reach this command, fulfill this command of Allah Ta'ala to make a lot of zikr, to make zikr kathir. If a person doesn't learn this, if a person doesn't learn, not just that they didn't follow the verse of Quran, 
That is something to big enough sin. That Ya Allah, you told me to do something in Quran to make the Karakatir and I chose not to do it. You keep you want to show them that they can do this. But there's more nuksalis, even more problems if a person doesn't do this. Second, the first is this that we will notice, listen to Allah the second, is that shaitan will be greater able to directly attack that person who forgets the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa And shaitan is an enemy. Shaitan is our enemy. What does it mean? Shaitan is always on attack mode. He never gives up. Allah Ta'ala has given him this ability. He doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't need to eat. He can attack more than one person at one time. So when Allah Ta'ala gave that ability, he uses it. Actually, he's more wise than us. Allah Ta'ala has given us also ability, but we don't use it. Yes? Allah Ta'ala has given us ability to zikr al-kathir. La yakadukullahu nafsan illa wasaha. Allah Ta'ala will never tell us to do something else. We're able to do it. So actually, you should do yourself. Every mu'min, everyone who's even drop of iman is able and capable of making zikr al-kathir. But they don't use that ability. If shaitan is not like us, he's intelligent, he's hardworking. Oh, shaitan is hardworking, disciplined. For thousands of years, he has never slept, never paused, never relaxed. For thousands of years, he's been trying to disconnect Bani Adam from Allah. Allah, what type of enemy is that? Hmm? That you in your office, you say, oh, some colleague has enemy towards me. He says, his neighbor has done looking at you once. Huh? Did you get so worried? You plan, you protect yourself. How can I defend myself against that? Doesn't imagine how much we must protect ourselves against that hardcore, die-hard enemy. So that indeed shaitan is a hardcore enemy to you. You should regard him as your enemy. You should set your defenses. You should set precautions. So second point, and then what is the best defense against shaitan? It's the zikr of Allah SWT. What is the best defense against shaitan? It is the zikr of Allah SWT. Zikr of Allah SWT. I'll give you proof of Quran. The shaitan afflicted them. He tried to attack them. So what does he do? فَأَنْسَاهُمْ ذِكْرَ اللَّهِ He makes them forget the zikr of Allah. This is his attack. He attacks a person, tries to make them forget Allah. So then imagine the person who is already forgotten Allah. Don't you protect? Don't you protect and direct? And that person will end up into sin. So if you go to Allah, Allah was giving his kinai, he was trying to guide us, to protect us from this. So he says, Zikr al-Kathira. You make a lot of Zikr. Means you make Zikr all the time. You will have the protection all the time. And Shaitan will not be able to affect you. Yes, Allah Ta'ala directly told Shaitan. And he mentioned, Allah Ta'ala mentioned, recorded this dialogue in Quran. Allah told Shaitan that there were going to be some ibad, some slaves of mine. That, oh Shaitan, you will have no power over them. No Sultan. You will have no ability on them. There are people like that. Who are those people? They are the zakiri. They are the ones who make zikr al-kathir. They are the ones who Allah described in Quran as the zakiri and Allah al-kathir. It doesn't mean shaitan doesn't keep doing it. He doesn't give up. He even tried to do waswasan. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallam during salah when he was leading sahaba. Shaitan will never give up. But now Allah protects that person. Because if there's zikr, they will never fall into the pitfalls of shaitan. And if they ever slip and even fall, because that can still happen, they can make a mistake. But Allah Ta'ala will give them tawfiq to come out of that mistake because of the barakah zikr. That's a wonderful life. If I told you, okay, I can give you a way of life, that you will either never make a mistake, Allah, first case, you will never even make a mistake. Or second, if you make a mistake, you will immediately realize and be able to completely correct that mistake. Yes, yes, subhanAllah, then that life is perfect. That's the perfect life. So, zakirin will remember Allah a lot. Allah Ta'ala gives us this. In the first instance, shaitan cannot affect us. And it can still happen and does still happen. Obviously, Sayyidina Adam also whispered shaitan, he made khatat. And then we can fall into error. But Allah Ta'ala will enable us to perfectly correct that mistake.
But that is because the people who make liquor is there. So if we don't make that liquor, if we don't make that liquor, the second problem is we fall prey to Satan. And third, Allah mentioned in the Quran, that that person who stays away, does not listen, does not heed the advice of Al Rahman, all merciful Allah SWT. So does not follow what Allah SWT told in the Quran. For example, this ayah doesn't do the karikatir. He turns away from the guidelines of Al Rahman, all merciful Allah. So what does Allah SWT say about such a person in the Quran? Nuqayyidhu shaitanam fahuadhu qareeb. Do you remember Allah inside Salah? 
You remember Allah Ta'ala when he set it up? Every time you go and set and say, SubhanAllah, be an Allah, you feel the good of Allah Ta'ala. Every time you recite in Sadiq Maliki Yawmuddin, you tremble and shake at the majesty of Allah Ta'ala. When you recite Allah Rahman Rahim, does your heart melt thinking of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala? Do these feelings happen to you in Salah? Or do you say, no, I don't have these feelings in Salah. I'm not able to remember Allah Ta'ala in Salah. At best, I pray empty-minded with blank heart. Or sometimes even worse, I pray with random thoughts. Or sometimes even worse, I pray with simple thoughts. So check yourself. This is something you don't have the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. So check that. <coughs> you immediately see, what was it? And did you remember Allah Ta'ala outside Salah? You said, yes, this is my problem. I was not able to remember Allah Ta'ala inside Salah because I never used to remember Allah Ta'ala outside Salah. So, remembering Allah Ta'ala outside Salah, If you do that, inside Salah, the big Allah Ta'ala said that establish Salah for my zikr. It's up to anybody to check. I wanted to open this up for you. Why did Allah Ta'ala tell us to zikr kasir? Are you making zikr kasir? Do you need help to make zikr kasir? You must ask yourself this question. You must ask yourself this question. And if you find you're lacking in some of the above, or maybe you find you're lacking in all of the above, I have all these problems, then that means you have to make a lot of zikr. Then there were some people in the time of the Minamanawa, they were called Malafrabu. Who were they? They were imposters, fake believers. They were pretending to be believers for some political reason, for some worldly reason. So because they were pretending, they had to keep up with pretenses. So they actually used to come in Masjid Nabi and pray Salah behind the baby in Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They had to do that because they were believers. The believers pray five times a day, so they had to do that. So Allah Ta'ala describes their Salah, the Salah of a Munafik, a fake imposter. La yazkurun Allah illa khalila. They don't remember Allah Ta'ala except a little bit in their salah. Oh, if that is our condition. And today this even is a great person. If a person says, they come, they say, Shaykh, you know, one day I prayed salah, and once in sadda I remembered Allah. And they write email quickly. They don't like the email about how many glances they miscast. But this email they like to live. The dear Shaykh, yesterday I prayed salah, and in one rakah, and in one sadda, I felt something. So what is that? That's a great thing, Kaleem. Now, just to explain you this high point. Why do they remember Allah? So their hearts could not remain entirely unaffected. The barakah and the nur of the sahbah, the qal of the heart of Nabi Akram affected them. And even though they were monophic, even though they didn't believe, even though they were fake, even though they were foster, when they made niyat of iqtida, of following the Prophet of Salah, even they got a bit of zikr in their heart. Then meaning we do believe. We do believe in Allah. We have not saved us from that. We're not enough. We genuinely believe in Allah. We genuinely believe in Sayyidina Rasulullah. So, how much zikr should we have in our heart when we praise Allah? You have to check this with yourself. If a person has this problem, it means that we must learn how to make this zikr kasir. We must learn how to make zikr kasir. Now somebody told me, okay, every now and then I have this problem. Every now and then I can't remember Allah by Salah. Special case. Maybe I have a big meeting after Dhuhr, and it's a Tuesday, right in the middle of the day. But sometimes I have this problem that I forget Allah a little bit. But otherwise, 90% of the time I'm fine. I took it to myself. Because you know most people it's not like that. Most people it's not 99% I can't remember Allah at all. If it's a weekday, weekend, no difference. So there should be a difference. For example, the way Saturday you went over the law, you didn't have to go anywhere. You should have been able to remember the law a lot. And maybe on Wednesday you prayed Zohar, you had to go back to work. Maybe your mind was racing with work. So there's a difference. The person says, no, my Saturday is over the 
environment and circumstances. So shouldn't this also affect you positively? Holiday, weekend, day off, shouldn't there be more different? Actually, today the believers, you can't even tell if you look at the book of deeds, you won't even be able to tell. True believer, when they have more free time, they do more ibadah. So true believer, if you look at the book of deeds, you can easily, oh, this must be holiday. Oh, this must have been some Canadian national holiday. Look at him. It's Wednesday, but mashallah, so much ibadah. Must have been holiday. Must have been day off. Hmm? But for us, no difference whatsoever. Same. Every page is the same. Well, this is another time. If the person is not trained in making the zikr of Allah Not trained in making the zikr of Allah Then to do this repeatedly, five times a day to bring empty salah. Every day to keep bringing empty salah. Maybe some of us have already prayed thousands of empty salah. Thousands. Some maybe maybe ordered tens of thousands of heartless salah. Can you imagine that? And we're still not doing anything about it. All of this is because we don't make the hmm? So not just praying the empty salah, but not being worried about it, not trying to fix it, not doing something about it. All of this is symptoms of the person who doesn't make the activity. But again, not for you to check anybody else, but for you to check yourself. Hmm? You have these symptoms. You have this gap. Is this the thing in your life? that a person should make the good Then Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Qur'an, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَلَى الْحَشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ Obviously, the Qur'an is true, that the salah stops a person from misdirecting their gaze, from bayhayat, from immodesty, from shamelessness, from munkar, from everything Allah Ta'ala is repudiating. And if a person that comes and say, and so many people come to me, they pray salah and they sit. They pray five times a day, but they still look at screens and they pray five times a day and they still do shameless things. They pray five times a day, they still do munkar, they still do evil acts. So is it can Quran be wrong? Although Allah told us no. Allah Ta'ala you said in Quran, in the Salah Tanha, that the Salah stops this. And I'm praying, but I don't stop doing these things. But actually what happens is the principle of Arabic grammar. When in front of the word salah, you add this other salah. So it means the salah. So sometimes this other salah in Arabic is what's called ahdi. It means Allah is talking about a particular type of salah. That indeed that salah which is offered with the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, that will stop a person from posh and mulkar. That salah which is not offered with the zikr of Allah Ta'ala will not have this effect. So as salah, inna salah. This particular type of salah. So then again, you check this in yourself. You have that. And mashallah, I do pray, but I still sit. That means it's a problem that because I'm praying without the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I could keep going if you want. I could keep just on this topic, just this part of this topic, all the signs that we're not doing zikr to fear. I could keep going maybe even to asr. That's how much we are suffering from not making zikr But now I want to shift them and teach you how to make zikr kafir. Because there's enough examples to make it clear that we have this problem. Otherwise, the topic will be incomplete. So the second half now, how to make zikr hmm? How can I do it? First step is you must want it. You must have desire for it. This is called talab. You must light and ignite the flame of desire in your heart. You will never be able to do it unless you want it. This is another big thing of the time. People are so passive about this. They don't want it anymore. You must want it deeply, badly. In Allah Ta'ala's Raheem, whenever any believer wants something very badly indeed, Allah Ta'ala gives it to them. He looks at their talab, shaw, he looks at their desire and he gives them accordingly. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in Allah Ta'ala said, Ana inna zanni abdibi, that I will be with my slave as they think me to be. So if we say, Yana, I want the zikr kafir, and I know that you can give it to me. I don't know that I, I want the zikr kafir, and I know that I can't get it, but I know that you can give it to me. So the second step is I make God to you. 
You must want it badly and you must make a lot of dua. Constantly making dua. Like we mentioned in the last night about nafs, that you must constantly make dua for nafs and matamina. You must constantly make dua for dhikr Every salah, after every salah, make the dua. Take you five seconds. Ya Allah, I want to hear more. That's it. Take me seven seconds. Every salah you pray, you should make the dua. And I want to feel more in salah. I want to feel more in salah. I want to get more kurb in salah. I want to get more nur in salah. I want to be closer to you in salah. I want to concentrate more in salah. I want to focus more in salah. You have to make this dua every salah, every time you make dua. And then making dua is not difficult. Many times people say they give me an easy. Huh? Especially our Muslim friends in the US, Canada, and they always want.
in order to forget the world. What you should have said to that person is that I have to go pray. And in order to pray, I have to forget you and to forget this meeting. When I'm done with the prayer, if I remember you, I will come back. Yeah? And that's literally, you know, talk about that to people, but I'm saying this is the reality. He says you should that. Hmm? If I remember you, I'll come back and you may have to remind me what we were talking about. Not that much, I'm not. That's just as I'm not saying.
You must do recitation of Quran. Every day you must recite at least some Quran. Okay, if you can't do a lot, do a little. No problem. Even on Tariq, if you can't do a little, do very little. And how much easier can I make it? Huh? Is there any other person who will tell you? Huh? Will your mother tell you if you can't call me a lot, call me a little? If you can't call me a little, call me very little. Hmm? Well, of so who can say I can't read very little Quran every day? If you say that, then you can't do zikrikis. It's not possible. You must read Quran every day. And the beauty of this is if you start reading a little, very soon you'll start reading a lot. Because Quran is addictive. We know the addictions of so many other things in this world. Why don't you let yourself feel the addiction of Quran? It's not possible if you say I'm going to only read one eye today. Believe me, by day three, four, you will want to read Sakha. You won't be able to stop after one eye. You won't feel content. You will want to read two, three eyes more. Then again, you will be like that, okay, now I'm going to read only three eyes a day. You won't be able to last. <laughs> Believe me, on day three, four, you'll start reading the fourth and fifth eye. Quran will attract you, will pull you in. It won't be possible. Hmm? So just start. Start somewhere. Start with very little. No problem. But do it every day. So the daily recitation of Quran will help a person to get addicted to you. Next thing is to recite Salawat and the Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Muhammad You try to recite it hundred times. Because when you do this zikr hundred times, you will feel kafir. You feel, okay, I did it. Kuch hissa minikir. Like when you eat, if you just eat one bite, you won't feel that you ate. But if you take five, ten, fifteen bites, you say, okay, I ate some amount. Now I feel I am somewhat nourished. Then you should make a stiffah hundred times a day. Astaghfirullah min kulli dhanbi wa So the last thing I want to tell you today is another kind of zikr. Up to now, all of this was zikr of tongues. Zikr of the tongue, Salah, tongue, Sunnah, Dua, tongue, Salah, Quran, tongue, Istikhar, tongue, Zutri, tongue. But one actual reality is that a person should do Zikr with their tongue and their heart both. That will be called Zikr-Kafir. So another aspect of learning the Zikr-Kafir is that a person must make Zikr with their tongue and their heart both. Goal is to do tongue, zikr of the tongue and the heart both. Now I first mentioned to you the zikr of the tongue because that's easier to do. Easier to do. But now you must also learn the zikr of the heart. And when you do both, then the zikr of the heart helps your zikr of the tongue because it makes the heart felt zikr of the tongue. If you can be trained how to remember Allah with your heart, then your heart will remember Allah when reciting salat. Your heart will remember Allah while reciting the Quran. Your heart will remember Allah when reciting istighfar, when reciting the retreat. So the zikr of the heart will feed back and help your zikr of the tongue. So then you will be truly doing both. Truly doing both. And it's only when you truly do both, then you are doing zikr of So then how to make zikr of Allah Ta'ala with your heart. So this discussion led to the zikr of Allah and Rashaik they taught us. And they made it our responsibility to come and teach you. It's called zikr kalbi. By heart, we don't mean physical heart. Kalb means the spiritual heart. Which is, it means your body has a heart and your ruh has a heart. The heart of the body pumps blood. And the heart of the ruh makes zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The heart of the ruh pumps the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's what you want. How do you make your heart make zikr? I know how to make my tongue make zikr. I make it pronounce some words. How do I make my heart make zikr? The way you make the heart make zikr is you make niyyah that your heart is pronouncing Allah's name. That your heart is pronouncing Allah, Allah, Allah. But you won't say it with your tongue. You won't pronounce it with your tongue. You will make niyyah intention that my heart is reciting that my heart is calling this name, that my heart is crying to Allah with this name. This is called Zikr Kalbi. That's also very easy. It's even easier. You don't have to move your tongue. So what you have to do to do this, you have to sit in any relaxed position that you want. It has nothing to do with breathing, nothing to do with heartbeat, nothing to do with pulse. All of that is ghair Allah. So to make Zikr from the heart, you must forget all ghair Allah. So we close our eyes to forget the world. 
And like I told you last night, it's not meditation. Meditation means disconnect from the world and connect to yourself. Zikr means disconnect from the world and disconnect from yourself in order to connect to Allah SWT. So you close your eyes so you forget the world and then you close your mind, you close your thoughts so you forget yourself. And the only thing that is left is this one niyat of yours, one niyat. That I attempt that Ya Allah, my spiritual heart, my phone is making a zikr of your name. That my heart is silently pronouncing, silently reciting Allah, Allah, Allah. And me, I forget everything else in the world. The only thing I'm aware of is the zikr of your name coming to mind. Almost like there's a speaker here and you're just listening to it. Exercise. This is an exercise of zikr of zikr kalbi. Why? Because Allah has mentioned this in many verses of Quran. These are verses that talk about silent internal zikr of Allah His name has barakah. Allah says in the Quran, Tabarakasmurabbik. Full of barakah is the name of your love. If you get the barakah of His name in your heart, when you remember His name, it means you're remembering Him. Ism ka zikr se, musamma ka zikr when you do zikr of the name, you are actually doing zikr of the being named with that name, and then you will now have also learned zikr of God. So if you do all of these things that I told you, this is the beginning guidelines to try to have zikr kirti. And the person who starts this, sometimes they need guidance, sometimes they need help. So for that you need shade. Shaykh is the one who instructs you on the path of zikr and then Shaykh is the one who guides you on the path of zikr and Shaykh is the one who tutors you on the path of zikr and Shaykh is the one who works with you to improve the quality of your zikr. But in the beginning, the ball is in your court. In the beginning, I've given you the instruction set, so you must practice these instructions, try. And those who try, they always ask. It's our experience. Anybody who tries, they will contact us. Maybe they will want, maybe they're struggling, they want more help, they want more guidance. Maybe they're trying and failing, they want more help, more guidance. And those who don't try at all, they will never contact us at all. It's not possible. Maybe they will contact us with some problem in their life, parents counseling, business advice. That's a separate thing. That's not my field. It's your choice to try to make a family counselor out of me, but that's not what I am. You can try to make a business advisor out of me, but that's not what I am. I teach zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we travel looking for those people who want to learn. If we travel looking that is there someone who wants to learn how to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa Is there somebody who wants to make the zikr of Is there somebody who wants to try, who wants to spend their life trying? Then we're happy to spend our life with them. This is called shared human relationship. Hmm? And those of you who want to make that intention, you can make that intention in your heart that you want to begin journeying, you want to follow the spiritual path, you want to connect your heart to a shape, the mind of a shine, that by being in the company, listening to their guidance, practicing instructions, you have hope, you have love, I hope that my heart will also become full of the view. My heart will also become full of love for you. You can just make that intention in your heart and you practice the zikr and you be in touch with us. You sit with us for the next one, two, three days that you're here. You keep sitting, you keep learning. Within two, three days, we can give you enough instructions that will give you enough work to do for a few months. And then you practice and you try and you keep in touch. So we have our friends here, Karim Imam. That's why he also is here to teach you a zikr on the Imam's masjid every other Sunday. Every other Sunday we have a gathering here, we can teach the people bigger. We have our young friends here, Mu'ala Khmurud, Bayramiz. There are others on this path. So another benefit is you get to have friends who are also trying to make zikr. So you can help one another, remind one another, share with one another. Point of all of today's talk is we have to try to get to zikr. We don't want to live our life without zikr. Why? Because we want Jannah. What is Jannah? You remember Allah forever. That's called Jannah. 
using the name to exist in a state of pure vigor for eternity. If you want to get that, that vigor to be you. If you want that you Allah give me that life from Jannah, for, for all, forever, all my heart does is remember you. And you should try to practice that in this world. That Ya Allah, why should I get this life? Because Ya Allah, I tried in my life in dunya that all my heart should always remember you. So give me a life like that, an alphabet from Jannah, for all my life my heart will remember you. Before we may go to practice this short time of zikr, I tell you zikr is the heart. Because all the others you can understand yourself, this one you need to get up in. So you close your eyes to forget the world. Empty your mind to free your thoughts. Go deep into yourself, your thoughts and your root. Make me a determination from your heart that you're silently calling Allah's name. That if you make zikr of me, Allah says that you will make zikr of us, and you make dawn in your heart, that Ya Rabbi, I want you to make zikr of my heart. Send your root in my heart, hidayah in my heart, rahmah in my heart, forgive my heart for its sins, fear from my heart, fill my heart with your love, fill my heart with your zikr, and I make need that my heart is silently reciting your name, my heart is silently calling Allah, Allah, Allah. All who may be listening, and a big name 
those who have begun this path of zikr, make it easy, Ya guide us, Ya Rabb, you are our true guide, you are the true murshid, you are the true muzaki, you are the true helper, let us begin guide us in this path of zikr, accept us for this path of zikr, make us have zikr kathir, make us from the zakirin, Allah kathira, make us from those believers who remember you abundantly, remember you excessively, remember you a whole lot and more, let us begin accept us for this, take us out from our kathir ghaflat, take us out from our kathir sin, take us from our from our kathir shakwa, take us out from our kathir anger, take us out from all of these wrong things and bring us into abundance of deen, abundance of Quran, abundance of sunnah, abundance of zikr. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, Rabbana takamal minna innaka anta sameer alim, wa tubu alayna innaka anta tawabu rakeem, wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi sayyidina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Good afternoon, Mr. Kayyad.